Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hey, what's up? Welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Seth Harp producing today. We have lots to talk about. No excuse today to not talk a lot of sports. Obviously, the brackets are out. The madness is upon us. We will have it all for you. Uh, the plan for the week, just so everybody understands, uh, tomorrow we will have a normal show. Wednesday, we will have a normal show. Thursday, sports team will take place at 11 a.m. because we have the NCAA tournament at 12. And then Friday, no show because we will continue with the NCAA tournament. So that is our schedule for the week. And uh, boy, an awful lot to talk about. You want to call us? You know, the phone lines are, as always, 392 8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. It's fun to do a bracket. It's not fun when most every year my bracket is shredded. But I, again, will try. Seth will try uh, as we come up with who we think will do what. Um, It's very hard because when you don't know the Kent states of the world and things like that, you know, you really have to do your due diligence. Um, but you know, that, that's, that's part of the fun of this, uh, over the weekend, softball does well, gymnastics does well, baseball swept Seattle, although they slept, walked, uh, the first game of the series and then the unfortunate injury to Wyatt Langford. Uh, but Florida will have to press on, uh, without him. Uh, let's get Daryl here. Daryl, hi. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. How are you? Good. Steve, a uh, question for you today. My wife asked me this over the weekend about Gator baseball. I figured I'd come to the expert. All right, you know how we do in football? We play these lesser opponents. We pay them to come in and play. Mm-hmm. Do we do that with baseball, too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it okay. isn't nearly as much as it is for football, but yes. Wow, because... Sienna bust 20 hours from what I heard you say this weekend. Yep. And, and look, they, because they're a smaller school, you know, the budget that they have, uh, I understand if you look at the SEC this past week, almost everybody played a team like that. Why? Because you want to have momentum, you know, going into the SEC season. But it's great for Sienna's kids because <clears throat> they get a chance to play a team like this. They play JU. You know, they played some other teams. It's going to help them as they play in their own league. Right. Well, I listened to the broadcast on the radio yesterday. Steve, baseball's a special sport. You know, you can uh, get stuff done around the yard and still listen to the broadcast. And so it worked out good yesterday. Glad it did. Uh, and that is one. Uh, I think baseball is a little bit different uh, than a lot of other sports because it there's no time, there's no clock. Uh, well, there is now. But, I mean, there is, you know, you know where I'm going. Uh, and it, I think it just lends itself to, you know, doing, uh, listening while you're doing yard work or something like that. So that's the beauty of the game. Yeah, and I guess that home run Rivera hit yesterday was just a bomb out of there. Yeah, it was. The, there, there's Caglione just continues to do what he does and hit balls into orbit. That ballpark, you know, the wind normally blows out, 
and the ball just carries there. I'm interested to see if that continues in SEC play. But what Florida has done offensively is pretty remarkable. Yeah. As far as wide length for Steve, he's maybe just week to week. Uh, I think he's more than that. Uh, I, oh, I think man. he's I think he's going to be out for a while. Oh, my gosh. Well, at least yeah, you know, the other players have stepped up, so uh, be glad to get him back. But uh, real competition starts next weekend, man. Well, actually, it starts Thursday. That's right. Yep, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm sorry. Yep. Yep. All right, thanks, Steve. Okay, Daryl, appreciate you. Thank you for your call. Uh, William says, I couldn't disagree with Mark more on the topic of playing the NIT. Acting like postseason experience is important and suggesting the NIT is a way to obtain uh, and similar to the pressure of the NCAA tournament is silly. He didn't say that. He, he didn't see, William, he didn't say. He just said it's a chance to play in the postseason and, and, and to further your game. That's what he said. He didn't say it was like the NCAA tournament. But he said, if you told me you're going to return 89% of the roster, I'd support it 100%. Fact is, 75% turnover is very likely. Let me stop there and say this. Do you think Texas A&M's run in the NIT last year helped them this year? The answer is unequivocally yes. Why? Because they embraced it. They didn't say, oh, woe is me, we're in the NIT. Buzz Williams, even though he ripped the, the, the selection committee, he got his team to buy in. And they made a nice run, and it helped them this year. Is, is there any guarantee of that happening? No, but I think it did. He said games are not important to a guy like Kugel as much as him playing with the new pieces on the roster. That's the key. Well, that's also what he said. Only thing that can happen here is a loss to UCF, very similar to football two years ago. All downside here and no upside. There's no downside here. What's the downside? If, if, if Florida loses to UCF, so what? Is, is there a down? I mean, in, in the short term, yes, right? Because UCF will think they won the national championship. I get that, okay? But when Florida lost to UCF in the bowl game, what, what, what did that do? Nothing. Nothing. It was embarrassing at the time, but in the big scope of things, not too sure. Austin, hello. Hey, Steve. How's it going? All right. Um, yeah, you know, um, I, I really am excited for this matchup uh, in the NIT. I'm glad we got a bid. You know, it's good for the program moving forward. You know, I think that it's, you know, good to see just see this team play, you know, one more time at home to get, uh, together. I think that'll be fun to see. But, and you know, the matchup with UCF, that brings a lot of intrigue, you know, sort of in-state rivalry. And I guess I get sort of the, you know, UCF is not really a big rival of ours, but you know it could, it, you know, just a lot of in-state intrigue could be kind of fun to see. But um, you know, I think that uh, the mat, the one thing I heard on the selection show last night is that um, UCF has this uh, center that could be an NBA lottery pitch. Is that right, or or at least an NBA player? Have yeah. you heard anything about them? Uh huh. Yeah, Mark just mentioned yeah. him during the during the hoop there it is show. Yep, they have a good player. Uh, yeah, so you know that'll be it'll be a fun game, and I uh, hope Gator Nation comes out and supports this team. And thank you, Steve and Go Gators. Austin, thank you. Twelve thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN ninety eight one FM, and eight fifty.
1450 AM, WRUF. Live Oak International returns to Ocala March 16th through 19th. Come out and celebrate as top equestrian athletes from around the world compete in combined driving and show jumping. And see the return of the Budweiser Clydesdales. You don't want to miss the largest spectator event in Ocala, Marion County, and the 32nd rendition of this exciting tournament. Buy your tickets today at LiveOakInternational.com. Enter promo code RADIO at checkout for a special discount. That's LiveOakInternational.com, promo code RADIO. Hi, I'm Emma Smith. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been doing great work in Palatka. It's a terrific local charity because they help kids who need help. They're at-risk young boys from troubled homes, and you help them with your donation of an unwanted or unused vehicle. Here's why. Something you don't want, they take, and they make great use of it. They fix up the vehicle, they resell them. It teaches them real-life skills in terms of how to do it, how to do the refurbishing, what it takes to resell them. Those are all really good things these kids learn. And remember, your donations are tax-deductible. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Google Boys Ranch Palatka to find out more or go to rbr.org. Hall of Famer and all-time leading Russia with exciting news. If you suffer from chronic joint pain, Emmett Smith wants to introduce you to QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in biologic treatment for pain. I'm talking regenerative solutions that encourage your body to heal and repair itself. No medications, no surgeries, no downtime. If you have pain in your knees, hips, lower back, and shoulders, don't assume the old treatments are the only treatments. Learn more about how you can get lasting relief with biologic treatments that can repair and restore damaged tissue. Call to learn more about this exciting natural way to deal with chronic joint pain. Play golf without pain. Walk upstairs without pain. Play with your kids and grandkids without pain. Get back on your job without pain. Live your life pain-free. Call QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. By now, you know exactly what a medical alert device is. So let's talk about what we offer. One of the best prices for medical alert devices in the country. If you're on a fixed income, call our special medical alert hotline right now. You'll qualify for free equipment and our best price starting at a dollar a day. That's it. You can have your loved one or yourself protected by the largest medical emergency response network in the country. If you need a medical alert system for your mom, your dad, you, or another loved one, call right now and start 24-7 protection for about a dollar a day. With no setup fees, equipment charges, or long-term contracts. You've seen the rest. Now call Stay Safe now for our best price. 800-876-5235 That's 800-876-5235 Severe weather is on the rise every year. Rather than relying on our aging power grid, millions are choosing to protect their homes with Generac Home Standby Generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac generator dealer, has a franchise opportunity of Available in Gainesville, Ocala. Join the industry-leading team with a proven franchise model generating three streams of revenue. Limited opportunities are available. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. That's GeneratorFranchise.com. 
We all have our destinations that we want to get to eventually, but no one said that journey had to be boring. That's why Radiant Credit Union wants to put you in the new car, truck, or SUV of your dreams to make that journey one to remember. And with rates as low as 4.99% APR for 48 months, we can help you save while you're on your way. Visit RadiantCU.org destination and get started today. Radiant Credit Union. Define your financial future. APR equals annual percentage rate. Federally insured by NCUA. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we'll take your calls, talk some sports here. we got some emails to do. Don't forget uh, UCF, coached by Johnny Dawkins, a pretty fair college basketball player in his own right uh, back in the day. Uh, okay, let's get to Brian, who says, I'm one of the few who are happy to see the Gators get an NIT bid. I know it's not the NCAA, but we come to expect. But after Castleton's injury, I believe keeping the team motivated to play and reach the NIT says enough about Coach Golden. If you had your way, would you have, have accepted this bid? Yes. Uh, and he says, elaborate in the answer. I think anytime you get a chance to play in a postseason, it's good. Now, North Carolina isn't, right? I don't think that's right either. And I get it. North Carolina is a blue blood. So maybe they think it's beneath them. I, I, I don't know. I just think anytime you get a chance to participate in the postseason, you should. That's why you play. Uh, granted, it, it's like if, if, if you're in baseball, right, and you get a chance to be in a regional, well, you take that, right? It's not quite the same because that's all there is. But I think anytime you get a chance to play in the postseason, you still do it. Uh, let's see here. Mark says, interesting to see Carolina decline the NIT. Coach Davis and their AD knew that a bunch of players would opt out if they accepted the invite. Your thoughts. Why would they opt out? If, if, if you get a chance to play, from what I hear, that team became pretty dysfunctional for whatever the reason. So maybe that's why they declined. I, I don't know that they would have opted out, but maybe it just it wasn't functioning properly. Williams says, what does Golden need to do to improve the Gators? Length, better shooters, better guys from beyond the arc. That it's, it's pretty, I think, pretty simple if you watch Florida play. Mike says, do you think you can build a program? And this was to Mark, but we don't take emails during the show with him, with him when he's on, just questions on the phone. He asked if he can build a program without being able to recruit great high school players. Currently, Golden's 83rd in the country and last in the SEC in recruiting. I'm going to say this. Um, what are you judged by? Are you judged by where you are now? Or are you judged by where you end up? You're judged by where you end up. If he's, if he's like this at the end of the recruiting cycle, we'll talk. But until then until you see his roster, until you see what he's done, 
It's incomplete at this point. And that's anybody, not just him. But I'm going to tell you what. If Ole Miss hires Chris Beard, I mean, this league is tough. I mean, he's a proven coach with excellent pedigree. Gator man, hello. What's going on, Steve? Well, Steve must have spoke to hire that new coach today. I don't know who it is, but I don't know this afternoon. But as far as uh, basketball and football, I'll give you the top ten reasons, Golden and Napier, we'll get it done at the University of Florida. Number ten, you got time to bring in the horses as far as players. Number nine, they are very bright young men, I think. Number eight, they got very strict discipline. That's what you need nowadays. Number seven, you're not as big as in the program mentality. If your player wants to leave, they tell them I'll holler at you later. Number six, they will recruit at a high level. Number five, the state recruiting will be off the chain before long. Number four, they stay ahead of the curve. I tell you that, they're very innovative. Number three, they will keep top-notch assistants. And number two, they knew what they would expect at UF when they took the job, and they still took it. And number one thing I like about these guys, Steve, they grind. You can tell they grind every day to try and get UF back to the top. Steve, you have a good day. Gator man, thanks. That's all well and good, but the result is you got to win. All right, our Clear Sound Audiology phone line open for you, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Bottom of the hour, uh, Rich Chimini, who covers the Jets for ESPN, ESPN.com, will give you the latest on Aaron Rodgers' situation. It does look like that's going to happen but he will give you the latest uh, when it comes to this. Uh, Eddie emails. He says, why is there a debate about whether Florida should be in the NIT or not? Fact of the matter is, that's where this team is. If you were an athlete, wouldn't you want to play? I think most athletes do. You don't want to be there every year. I heard you say, Steve, you're there all the time. Coaches get fired, and that's true. But for now, what's the harm? Again, I don't know why there's a debate over this. I just don't. You've earned the right to play in the postseason. I just think you that's what you do. And, I mean, North Carolina, they're a different – they're a blue blood. But I don't know their issue as to why they're not going. Dayton isn't going either, interestingly. Anthony Grant and his team has declined to go. And that is interesting in and of itself. Hey, D, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, basketball. Uh, this North Carolina thing, Steve, um, you know, I, I kind of followed them the last two weeks, and I think, Steve, that team was ready for the season to be over. Yep. I just think they never – they never found the mojo that they got last year. Like you said, there was a lot of frustration. Uh, they were not guarding the same way they did last year. The offense was a mess. And, and one thing about these 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 non-NCAA tournaments, Steve, I think you just said it with A&M. You know, they bought in. And if you're not bought in, Steve, uh, not only you know it, but your opponent will know it. And they will, they will outrun you. They will out-hustle you because – Nobody. The only thing North Carolina's opponent will see is the front of the jersey, the name on the front of the jersey, and they're trying to make a name for themselves. 
So if, if UNC would have went in there half-stepping, not giving it all, their opponent would have known that, and they would have uh, they would have embarrassed North Carolina. Kind of the same way, I, I guarantee if you ask John Calipari uh, if he would have uh, accepted the NIT bid 10 years ago against Robert Morris, he probably would have uh, said no. Get given a chance to do it all over, he probably would have said no because it's just a no-win situation. Yeah, and I and I guess the Carolina situation is different than a Florida situation for sure, as far as going to the NIT. Um, you know, I think they had four starters. They, you know, they won twenty games. It right. isn't like they were you know ten and twenty, but it just looked like, to your point. They were just going through the motions, and that isn't going to work. Right. Uh, NCAA tournament, Steve. Uh, yeah, Alabama won the SEC, like I said. No shock, man. They just they just turned it up to another level. Uh, I'm looking at some coaches here, Steve. I know we get to this time of year looking at the coaches, man. I think there's a lot of pressure uh, on the Arizona coach. I know it's his second year, but they're a number two seed again. I think they're a number one seed last year. The number two seed. I mean, he's got to – He's got to deliver uh, Tommy Lloyd, at least probably Elite Eight, Sweet 16, uh, you know, before they start, you know, getting on his back. And uh, Shocker Smart, Steve, number two seed Marquette, a lot of people buying into him, but he hasn't won an NCAA game since he was at VCU. And if he has an early exit in this tournament, man, uh, it's not going to be good for him. So I just said, I think there's, uh, there's a few schools out there with, with uh, a few coaches with some uh, – with some pressure on them to perform this tournament. Agreed, and and I think that speaks volumes, D, of what you what you said and how you said it. Okay, because both the schools you mentioned have had wonderful seasons, and have gotten good seeds going in here, but now what's the next step? To your point, winning, right? Fans won't care. They had a good season. Fans won't care. They got a good seed. They'll care that they get bounced in the first round. So that's what you get when you get to that level. Yep, Star's Thursday, Steve. Can't wait. Be good, man. All right, D. Thank you. Uh, Bernard and Stewart, I want to hear from you, but I have a guest coming up. So we have only one. After that, we'll do the whole phone line thing all show long. 1228. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. For spring cleaning, make your own cleaning products from baking soda and vinegar. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Polaris of Gainesville is excited to announce our 25th anniversary Polaris Off-Road Open House event being held March 25th at 11. We're celebrating 25 years of serving our great Polaris Off-Road community. And we want to thank our customers for trusting us with all their Polaris Off-Road purchases. We'll have free food from Blue Line Q Food Truck, music, and a best-in-show off-road competition with prizes ranging from $150 to $500. So bring your machine and show it off. We'll have tax ready to do same-day discounted oil changes and accessory installs in our newly expanded service department. We're also offering $3,000 off select Razor models, $1,500 off select Ranger 1000 models, and $500 off select Sportsman models. 
Come celebrate 25 years with us. March 25th at 11 for our Polaris Open House at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. See you there. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world a difference to me. So well, it's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing, makes you feel relaxed. Like, you know, you're part of the family, and that's, I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to Exceptional. In exceptional dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the, with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Bedtime is rough, even for Peanut. That's why people will try anything to fall asleep. Headstands before bed, even blowing bubbles. But Ashley has a trick that works every time. A new Tempur-Pedic mattress. It adapts to your body's needs to help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. You'll wake up feeling refreshed every day. Even Peanut agrees. So ditch the wacky bedtime rituals. Head to Ashley to take home a Tempur-Pedic today. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Scattered showers and a few embedded rumbles of thunder are going to remain possible through the early afternoon. If the severe threat has come to an end locally, we'll see mostly cloudy skies today. Highs in the mid-70s tonight under mostly clear skies and northwesterly winds. Temperatures will fall into the upper 30s and low 40s. It will be a cold start here Tuesday from the North Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I didn't get a haircut this weekend because I was gone. I didn't, I was supposed to, so I decided not to. I said I'm going to wear a hat until I get my grays dyed. I don't understand any, like, thing about gray hair. Like, gray hair looks good. No, it looks fine I go for you. Gray, I, I haven't put in any, I never dyed anything. That's okay, anything. but I'm me, and I'm going to dye my damn hair, and it ain't going to look like shoe polish. I ain't going to sit around yeah. and be lying, talking about, no, I got grays and right. I want them out. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. I take a break here. We'll take more calls a little bit later, talk about hoops and everything. But uh, I wanted to talk to a guy who's been with us before and I always appreciate him taking the time. And uh, now he is uh, really on a big-time story. Rich Jamini, who covers the New York Jets for ESPN, ESPN.com, is going over this whole Aaron Rodgers thing. So I wanted to get him on and get his perspective here. Rich, I'm sure this has been an interesting journey uh, in this whole saga here with Aaron Rodgers. I'll just get right to the point here. Do you think this is going to happen? I still have a feeling the Jets will end up with him. Uh, that's the 
vibe I've been getting from the Jets. They seem optimistic. They've seemed optimistic the whole time, but, you know, they claim they haven't heard anything from Rodgers, and I know the Packers are claiming the same thing. So if we take people at face value, what they're saying, you know, it's still in Aaron Rodgers' court right now. The ball's in his court. Um, what I find interesting, Rich, is let's just say this falls through. Two-part question. Do you think Rodgers would then return to the Packers? Because there's been this mixed signal. They want to, they want to move on to Jordan Love. So if he doesn't go to the Jets, do you think he returned to Green Bay or would he go somewhere else? I cannot foresee a scenario where he goes back to Green Bay. I think they've made their intentions pretty clear. Uh, you know, they want to go with Jordan Love and, and, and pass the torch, you know. So I, I would not see that happening. I mean, I guess Rodgers, you know, for argument's sake, I mean, if he just is not committed to the Jets, I guess he could sit out a while longer and maybe another team would become interested as the offseason goes on. I guess that would be a possible scenario for him. But, uh, yeah, that, that, would lead, that would be a blow to the Jets because they, they've obviously geared their entire offseason around him. Where would the Jets, I mean, Garoppolo, somebody like that, would that be an option? You know, I thought that until today, but uh, some sources telling me today that Jimmy is not their uh, fallback option. You, you would have thought that would have been the way they'd want to go, but I think they would probably go in another direction. And I know what people are saying, well, they're going to go after Lamar Jackson. Uh, that would surprise me, uh, not because of the compensation, the two first-round picks it would take to get them, but I just don't think the Jets would be willing to pay a contract in excess of $200 million guaranteed so they would probably try to trade for someone like a Ryan Tannehill or a Matthew Stafford. Um, let me ask this. Uh, Zach Wilson, I mean, that, that pick now looks to be a bad one. Do they still plan on keeping him? Let's say Rodgers. Go. Would he be the backup? Yeah, yes. That's what the Jets have been saying since the end of the year. They, they don't want to pull it. You know, they fully admit that Zach Wilson has been a disappointment in his in his first two years, which is probably an understatement. Uh, but they do not want to pull the plug on that. They claim that they want to continue to develop him and see what becomes of him, uh, you know, claiming that there's, there's too much talent there to give up on. I'm a little skeptical. I, I think if the right offer came along, I think they could move him. I just don't think he has much value right now around the league. So... What are you going to trade him for, like a sixth or seventh round pick? I mean, it's pennies on the dollar. And so I think the Jets are almost forced to keep him as a backup. Rich Cimini, our guest, covering the Jets uh, for ESPN, ESPN.com. Um, the Jets were certainly better last year, especially on defense. Let's assume for the moment Rich Rogers does come there. Where do you think the Jets are offensively as far as weapons and system for Rodgers? Well, the system is a fit. It would be the system, or you know, or pretty close to the system he played in with Green Bay. You know, they have Nathaniel Hackett now as their offensive coordinator. Hackett was the OC in Green Bay. You know, obviously that was Matt Lafleur's system, but Hackett was was very involved, and and he and Rodgers have a really good friendship. So I don't think there would be much of a transition, like X's and O's wise, in terms of how he fit the the offense becomes much better. I mean, the Jets finished 25th in offense last year 
and they had arguably the worst quarterback situation in the league. If you put a competent quarterback in there, I think they could easily jump up to the middle of the league. And if you put a really good quarterback in there, like an Aaron Rodgers, you know, they could be a, a top 10 offense. Uh, they, they do have some weapons. Now, granted, they do need to do some work on their offensive line. They need one or two players there. But I think the potential is there to have a pretty good offense if, if they get this quarterback situation solidified. Rich, I, I'm going to ask you something that I hope is a fair question because I know you don't cover the Ravens, but you did mention Lamar Jackson. But you, you see things from a league-wide perspective. Not knowing anything about him or how he is or who he is, it just seems like he's done a lot, and yet teams are just really shying away from him. Am I wrong on that? Well, I mean, it's, yeah. Well, technically teams can't contact him until Wednesday, but I, I get your point. I mean, there's been a lot of reports that teams that need quarterbacks won't go after him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the obvious question is there, is there some collusion going on? Um, you know, I don't think there's an orchestrated effort uh, to, uh, you know, to collude against Lamar Jackson. He's made it pretty clear that he wants something similar to Deshaun Watson, you know, uh, like a fully guaranteed contract in the $230 million neighborhood. And I don't think, I think that's an outlier in the NFL. I think the Browns did it, obviously, with Watson. I, and I don't think owners want to do something like that to fully guarantee a contract of that magnitude. And so that's the major reason why I think teams are going to be reluctant, you know, to get involved with him. He has been injured the last couple of years. He's an incredible talent, but he has had some durability concerns the last couple of years. Um, he does not have an agent, which makes it a little bit more difficult, you know, to negotiate. So uh, for a number of reasons, those are why I think, you know, the market may not be what he expects. going to end with a question I think I know the answer to, but just I'll throw it out. Uh this is a pretty good quarterback class in this upcoming draft. If everything fell through, would the Jets entertain drafting somebody this year in this class as opposed to getting a veteran? Totally legitimate question, and I I have a two-part answer to that. Okay. Uh, one, I don't think they would draft one with the 13th pick. You know, they, they did it two years ago. With Wilson, uh, you know, I did it five years ago with Sam Darnold, two very high picks that didn't work out. Uh, this is a win-now situation for the Jets. The coach, the GM, their butts are on the line this year. They have to win. I don't think they would take a quarterback and, and then sit him on the bench behind a veteran. You know, you'd be developing a quarterback for probably the next coach. Right. Yeah. But the second part of that question, uh, answer could they do it in the third or fourth round? Then absolutely. I could see them doing something like that, you know, drafting a guy looking for, you know, and I'm going to throw a name out there, their version of Brock Purdy, you know, looking for a sleeper who could be on the bench and someone who, who has an NFL future. So I could absolutely see them do something like that. But in the first round, no, do not see that at all. Okay. Rich, great stuff. And uh, it'll be fun to watch this thing uh, uh, unfold here. So appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. You got it. Rich Chimini covers the Jets, the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 uh, for ESPN, ESPN.com. It's pretty fascinating uh, in that scenario there. And I, I just hope, as a Jets fan, do something. If you're going to go there, go there. If you're not, don't. 
Uh, but right now, everything uh, is on hold. All right, let's get our clear sound audiology phone lines going. The rest of the day, it's us, unless I get a surprise guest, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Andrew says, will UCF claim they own us if they win? Of course they will. Sure they will. Uh, I'm glad we're playing. Let's not pretend it's the Super Bowl, UCF. Uh, why are we traveling to Oregon if we win? Well, that's how the bracket is. I mean, it's just how it is. Uh, do you change your NIT answer of the teams older and mid to the tournament and doesn't get anything out of it like North Carolina? You mean with Florida? Let's Okay, I'll ask this question. What was Billy Donovan's last year here? Was that not an NIT year? I, I think I'm right in that. So given the pedigree that Florida had, why did Florida go to the NIT? They could have said, well, we won the championship back-to-back. We don't deserve to be in the NIT. We're not going to go. But they did. So, yeah, most teams go. Some teams don't. Most go. Um, BB says, sorry about Wyatt's injury. I wish him well. What's your grade so far for the Gator baseball team? What improvements need to occur for them to reach the College World Series? Oh, boy. Uh, my grade. Uh, a minus. I think their bullpen is still a work in progress. Uh, obviously, they've hit very well. They fielded adequately, uh, a little above average. Um, their starting pitching has been pretty good. I think they can improve in that area too, but it hasn't been disastrous. Um, so I'd say A minus. But look, they got to. I think if you said to Kevin O'Sullivan, they have to get better in every situation. Out of the bullpen. Um, what happens when games get tight? You know, can they make can they make a good defensive play? Can they move a runner along? Uh, you know, you you bring a guy in from the bullpen, you walk the first guy. You, they, you can't do that against good teams. Uh, just happy to see our Gators get to the NIT. Hope our guys and Vandy do well. And he said, predicting winners in the madness. Looks like trying to predict winners this year will be even harder because there seems to be even more parity. And some top teams also have some key injuries. True. 1243, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Hear it here first, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know, I get asked all the time, do you really drive a Southeast car agency car? Yeah, I do. And I have been for years. There's good reason for it. Because the vehicles I've purchased from them have been reliable, have lasted me a long time, and most importantly, the selection and variety I got to choose from. That, that's one thing they take great pride in, the Cousins family does. You go see them in person at uh, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, you'll be impressed with their selection. You'll be impressed with the variety of vehicles. They want to give you the most choice for you, the best selection, so you can make a choice that's going to get the vehicle that's going to fit what you want at the price you're looking to pay. You can also go online, secars.com, and check out the vehicles that way as well. And just when you're driving around town, take a look. You'll see a lot of vehicles with a Southeast Car Agency tag. They've been in business for 40-plus years. Go see them in person. Make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. 
Live Oak International returns to Ocala March 16th through 19th. Come out and celebrate as top equestrian athletes from around the world compete in combined driving and show jumping. And see the return of the Budweiser Clydesdales. You don't want to miss the largest spectator event in Ocala, Marion County, and the 32nd rendition of this exciting tournament. Buy your tickets today at LiveOakInternational.com. Enter promo code RADIO at checkout for a special discount. That's LiveOakInternational.com. Promo code RADIO. By now, you know exactly what a medical alert device is. So let's talk about what we offer. One of the best prices for medical alert devices in the country. If you're on a fixed income, call our special medical alert hotline right now. You'll qualify for free equipment and our best price starting at a dollar a day. That's it. You can have your loved one or yourself protected by the largest medical emergency response network in the country. If you need a medical alert system for your mom, your dad, you, or another loved one, call right now and start 24-7 protection for about a dollar a day. With no setup fees, equipment charges, or long-term contracts. You've seen the rest. Now call Stay Safe now for our best price. 800-876-5235 That's 800-876-5235 Spring it on On top of the world Ocala's premier active adult lifestyle community is unveiling 10 new decorated models on Friday, March 17th See where the cool kids retire during our model grand opening event 10 professionally decorated new models in Ocala's best-selling community award-winning lifestyle and incredible new homes from the 300,000s on top of the world on state road 200 six and a half miles west of i-75 or visit on top of the prices are subject to change equal housing opportunity Severe weather is on the rise every year. Rather than relying on our aging power grid, millions are choosing to protect their homes with Generac Home Standby Generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac generator dealer, has a franchise opportunity available in Gainesville, Ocala. Join the industry-leading team with a proven franchise model generating three streams of revenue. Limited opportunities are available. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. That's GeneratorFranchise.com. We are your home for the NCAA basketball tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Ole Miss has made it official. Chris Beard hired as the men's basketball coach. By the way, in his career, 237 wins and 98 losses. Pretty good. Uh, Texas Tech uh, got to the Final Four. uh, And, of course, at Texas, had done very well also. And you know what happened off the court. Uh, So... I'm sure Ole Miss did their due diligence here in making this hire. Uh, Georgia Tech reportedly after Damon Stoudemire to be the coach. Yeah, interesting. Bernard, welcome to the show. Steve, I want a couple of things. Number one, the Gators had four spring practices, and now the school is out for spring break, and they will resume. 
Steve, I know this has come up before. Maybe you can answer. I don't. Why not just go straight through? Why have it interrupted by a spring break? I, I don't get that. Maybe there's some logic that I'm not aware. Of. And you've been talking about Chris Beard, who that old Miss now has finally made it official. Steve, I'm I looking at some of this stuff that happens in the SEC, and I think back. Uh, you know, we're all innocent until proven guilty. He was not charged. But I think by would Jeremy Foley have hired uh, uh, the big Chris Beard? And, and I think not, you know. So, uh, you just you have a great day. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you, Bernard. Um, the, the answer about football, they deserve spring break too, right? I mean, they're no different as a student than anybody else is in terms of that. Um, and would Jeremy Foley, I, I don't know. Look, that's one of the hardest things to do, and it is the thing that I think athletic directors are most judged by. Their hires. How successful are they? Okay? I mentioned this. When Chris Beard was fired, Right? Well, all the facts weren't in, and later the charge was dropped. But what we don't know is, you know, what were what happened in the interim, what what was said, what testimony was taken, what you know, we don't know this that what happened in that incident. But I would say this, I would imagine Ole Miss did its due diligence in finding this out. I mean, there's no doubt he's a good basketball coach. And it's gonna make this league even more competitive. And let me just say this. This is a direct... Now, Kermit Davis, good coach. But for whatever the reason, it didn't work out at Ole Miss. Okay, not an easy place. Ole Miss is not a basketball hotbed. But if this works out, right, they went after an established winning coach as opposed to an up-and-comer. Different ways to slice the pie. Clear sound, audio, clear sound audiology phone line. Joey, hello. Hey, Steve, how are you? Good. Hey, I've been a long-suffering Jets fan, just like you, since the uh, uh, mid-'80s. And I've been through all the quarterbacks and all the stuff like you have, and my issue is I'm just not sold on him. I My... <laughs> My problem is I think he's turned into a space cadet. I, I just There's no trust it's, as far as I'm concerned. Um, is he a good quarterback? Yes. But my question to you, Steve, is, and I just heard uh, your guess, but I want to ask you, take your um, broadcasting hat off. I want to ask you as a fan, a true fan, what do you think about Rodgers and – I just have a sneaking suspicion that he's going to come out and say, no, I, you know, I'm not going back to the Packers. I'm not going to the Jets. I'm just going to retire. I don't have a problem with that. What is your, as a fan, what is your fallback? Oh, okay. There's two different, two different questions there. Um, the, if Rodgers doesn't go to the Jets for whatever reason, he retires or he goes with the Raiders or does whatever, then – the Jets have got to go after a veteran quarterback because they're. You heard what Rich said, and I totally agree. 
their defense, I think, was fourth in the NFL, which is good. And their offense was not fourth. <laughs> it was like 44th. <laughs> so this, it's obvious where their problem was. It was at the quarterback position. So now if you go after a Ryan Tannehill, if you go after somebody like that, is that going to be good enough? I don't know. I mean, he doesn't – Ryan Tannehill's a veteran, and I think he would certainly be better than what Zach Wilson is. But is he the guy, given the moves the Dolphins have recently made, right? So they've got to go after some kind of veteran quarterback. You, you cannot go into this season with Zach Wilson or a draft pick. You can't do that. Okay? To, to the um, uh, the skill level of a Rodgers, okay, we get somebody in there, but do you think Mike White is completely written off? Is he done? Yes. Yes. I, as a starter, yes. I mean, would they, you know, would they consider keeping him around? You know, yeah, but I don't think he'd want to stick around as the third guy. Uh, and if they, but I do think, and I agree with Rich again, I think if the Jets, if somebody said, we see something in Zach Wilson, we'll offer you a fourth round, they would take that now. Now. <laughs> run with it. And run with it and then go get, you know, a backup that, again, if something happens to Rodgers or whoever it is, then they've got somebody to step in. All right, Steve, I appreciate it. We'll see what happens with Rodgers. Like I say, I, I don't know that he's uh, the answer. I think his brain is somewhere else. But, you know, hopefully I'm wrong as a Jets fan, and maybe we'll move on and start winning. Go Jets. All right, thank you, Joey. Appreciate your call. Well, uh, once again, it, it, the, the, the Brett Favre thing comes to mind here too, right? But let's take Aaron Rodgers' name out of it and what his recent stuff is, you know, going to a dark room and all that kind of stuff. He's certainly head and shoulders better than anybody the Jets have. That, that's just the truth. And he, if his head is on straight, he will certainly make the Jets better in what has become a very tough division. Look what the Dolphins have just done. Look what they just traded for, right? They're going for it. And they have a quarterback. You know, is Tua the long-term answer there? I don't know. New England all of a sudden has become meh, and then there's Buffalo. So the Jets have got to get somebody to elevate their offense because their defense is good enough to be a postseason team. It just is. All right, uh, a couple of more emails before we cut out for the hour, but still plenty of time to hear from you. Uh, David says, I just don't understand all the conversation about Florida going to the NIT. Florida's not North Carolina, not Kentucky, hasn't been to that many postseasons. Go play. I agree. I agree. And this whole thing about roster turnover, when isn't there roster turnover? Now, there may be more of it because of the way the portal's constructed now, but just about every year, back in the good old days, there was still roster overhaul. Guys graduated. There's, you could still transfer. Guys went to the NBA. I mean, there was roster overhaul, right? So I don't see the problem. 
Uh, Bill, interesting question here. He says, uh, uh, Steve, will you tell us more about Alabama uh, and what to expect? Yes, I will tomorrow. I really wanted to leave today for basketball, but I guess not that much. Maybe when the madness starts tomorrow, it'll get better. And I know when your school isn't in it, it doesn't have the same, you know, oomph. I get it. But you still have to love what this is. Um, But I will tell you about Alabama. Um, They haven't played a real competitive schedule to this point. Uh, But anytime you play in the SEC, it, it ups the game. But I'll give you more information, and we hope to get Coach Bohannon here. Uh, Coach Dawkins from UCF hopefully will join us Wednesday. So that'll be kind of fun. Um, We'll see if we can get that uh, arranged. And uh, if not, then my buddy Mark Daniels, who's the voice of UCF, will join us. Um, Okay. Last email for the hour is... Tom, he says, uh, Steve, right now you get asked this a lot. Uh, are you more confident in softball or baseball making a World Series and why? Ooh. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, you're not going to like this answer, but I'm, it's TBD. And I've not seen, softball enough I'm going, to do, I'm going to do some of their games on radio but I've not seen them enough I, I kind of want to see what what they do in the league both both baseball and softball right because baseball I don't know has played a great schedule when Florida went out to the west coast and played you know some good teams they didn't fare very well so to be determined Hour two coming up. Stay with us. Plenty of time for your questions, calls, and comments. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WU251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WR. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world so idc can always find a market for your jewelry we always pay a very strong price to buy there's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise we have people all over the world that we sell to so some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay we'll give you the best possible price no games played and you'll get the check or the cash whatever one you want let idc appraise what's in your jewelry box you might get a pleasant surprise sometimes they come in they have no idea what's there and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check international diamond center online at shopidc.com 
You know our partners, TireRack.com, you know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Firestone tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. Seth Harp producing today as we have begun break week here, spring break week for our students. Uh, we have time for your calls, lots to talk about today. Uh, of course, the madness. Have you done your bracket yet? If you have, let me know. Let me know some upsets you're picking. Uh, and I do think the committee, for the most part, got it right. They did a pretty nice job. You, I, I don't think people are squawking about, well, this team should have gotten. I mean, I think they got most of it pretty good here. Uh, we'll take your phone calls. Uh, there's lots to talk about today, I think. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Tony says definitely should play in the NIT. Just don't lose to UCF. They might bring a ladder and scissors if they win. Yeah. Um, by the way, we are going to talk to Coach Dawkins from UCF on Wednesday's program. Uh, he'll give you firsthand knowledge of his team, and uh, you'll hear about that from him uh, on Wednesday. So we look forward uh, to that. All right, Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. I got some March Madness content for you. All right. Uh, first off, I don't know about you, Steve, but I'm pretty jealous about Ole Miss. Uh, I think that shows the power of a, a confident athletic director. Man, uh, Kiffin and Chris Beard on the same campus, that's pretty strong. Yeah, I mean, you, if you want to look at the glass half full, uh, two good hires. I mean, Kiffin had his baggage when he was hired. Certainly Beard has his baggage when he was hired, but we'll see how that goes. Well, the uh, the baggage would be Chris Beard's charges were dropped last time I checked. I think we're still in America, innocent till proven guilty. And uh, Kiffin baggage, just Kiffin's just a polarizing guy. I really don't know about baggage, but uh, I, I'm just jealous of their coaching roster. Well, but let me go back to the innocent until proven guilty business. Okay, I believe in that for the most part. But here's what we don't know: because a charge was dropped, doesn't mean it didn't happen. And there's testimony taken. There's police reports. Okay? So just because the charge was dropped doesn't mean something didn't happen. I'm just going to leave well, it at that. Well, I'll, 
probably agree with you 100%, Steve. I assume something did happen, but A, the charges were dropped and he did get fired. He paid the price. Oh, no doubt. Yes, that's true. So, I mean, I, I hope you're not in that cancel culture uh, angle where let's just run let's just ruin people's lives and never give them a chance for redemption. No, I hope you're not one of those guys. That's not – I'm not even close to what I said. Yeah, okay. Just, I'm happy. I'm just, I guess my comment was nothing to do with that. It's just I'm jealous of old Mrs. Coach. I got you. What I was trying to say. Yep. Yeah, okay. Hey, number two, Steve, um, I think most people realize that Florida and Vanderbilt's resumes were NIT resumes. I've heard some attacks on the net. I kind of like the net. I think it takes into account the whole season, not just the last ten games. As I think recency bias was there in the past. But, Steve, I'll tell you something positive for Florida. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Florida was 9-9 nine and nine in conference, right? Correct. In, in the SEC. And, and Vandy got hot, and I think they went 11-7. and seven, And I know Vandy beat Florida both times. But Florida's net is high 60s, and Vandy's net was high 80s, and then Vandy had some really bad early losses, grambling, you know the deal. I don't understand why there's so much wondering about Stackhouse, but Florida's not even mentioned. If we're going to talk about bubble teams in the SEC, I don't understand how you can spend all this time talking about how Vanderbilt should have been in. I've heard it rare, some, not a lot, but some. But I don't hear anything about Florida getting in when the net's 20 points higher. Because that's only one measuring stick. Who did you beat? I mean, Florida Florida was not going to be a tournament team uh, at the end of the season, even by going 9-9. Nine and nine. That just wasn't because of who they beat and all that. That wasn't going to happen. Yeah, Steve, I respect Jerry Palm a lot. I like him best. And I've heard him say the net's not everything, but it's probably 75 to 80% of the equation. And I just I don't understand how you could take it. First off, teams with the, the net and the Hades don't get in the NCAA tournament, period. And um, I've always heard really good things about the net. And then I know this is the time of year where everybody beats up on the two or three, you know, the, the metrics or whatever. But I just want to say something positive about Florida. Florida had a lot better net than Vandy did. Okay. Hey, last thing for you, Steve. I have one other thing, though. I'm hearing a lot of this stuff about we do it the right way. I hear it a lot on your station. Um, let's talk about two things real quick. Um, I think all fans are pie in the sky on that. I think all schools cut corners. I think a lot of these guys aren't Boy Scouts. Can we agree, most everybody, how, Alabama, how many schools in the SEC would be playing, playing Brandon Miller? I heard this question going around at the, at the conference tournament about the gun policies on these uh, conferences. Uh, does, does Florida have a gun policy, Steve? Do you know what it is for students? I have absolutely no idea. Okay, but I, I guess where I'm going here is, I, is uh, this much I can tell you ain't supposed to you ain't supposed to carry one. Yeah, how's that? Well, I, I hear we I hear a lot of fans at all schools say we do it the right way. I think that's always almost always pie in the sky. Uh, but I do have a problem with Alabama playing Brandon Miller if he's proven to have ever carried a gun on campus. If that's in violation of school policy, and you got to look at the you know the off the stuff deal with Urban Meyer too. Nobody does it the right way. All these guys we have some all schools have some bad eggs. Well. But how bad is the egg? Right? Well, I mean, I mean there, uh, 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 Aaron Hernandez killed somebody. I don't think Brandon Miller did, did he? I'm just saying, I don't, I, when I hear fans say we do it the right way, quick, quick, keeping your head in the clouds. We all cut, you know, schools cut corners. It's just the, it's just the dirty underside of college sports. All right. Thanks, Mike. I, I don't understand the point. I mean, if you want to go back 50 years and say a school did something wrong, you can do that. Right, I mean the whole the whole thing about you know the whole Alabama situation. They've not handled things correctly in terms of you know, the the optic. Sometimes it's the optic how it looks. By the way, the coaching carousel. You know, who just got hired. Will Wade. 
Will Wade, who cheated at LSU, is hired at McNeese State. So he's going to get a second chance. But remember, he's probably going to at least get some kind of suspension after what happened at LSU. And then, um, remember Rick Stansberry, coached at Mississippi State? Well, he was at Western Kentucky. He resigned. Uh, so, again, there's some, there's some mid-major schools that have a chance to get some pretty good hires. And think about Dennis Gates, right? This is – now, I'm not sure I agree with this, and I want to get your thoughts about this as we go on today. I'm going to ask Seth this too. Okay. I don't care what business you are in or what you do for a living. Why do you do it? To get paid. That's the way we make money. And so if you do a really good job, somebody may come after you. So what is your, let's take sports out of this. If you're working for a company and you make a lot of money for that company, another company sees that. Another company says, hey, Seth, man, you're doing great work. Uh, what are you making over there? Uh, I'll double it. And then Seth goes to his employer, uh, hey, uh, I like it here, but they just, well, what happens? Right, And why is that? Because Seth has done something well. In college, in sports, this is happening way too often, in my opinion. Okay, Dennis Gates. He has done a remarkable job at Missouri because he totally transformed that program. They're an NCAA team. Okay, They've already restructured his contract. I don't believe in that. Because now, what's the expectation of the fan base? They restructured his contract. He's getting paid $4 million annually. And a new... Let me... I'm going to ask Seth this in a, minute, in a second. Because I wouldn't have guessed this. Probably. Okay? When you also restructure a contract... There's also a buyout. Seth, what do you think Gates' buyout is now? Oh, boy. Let's see. I'm going to say his buyout this upcoming year is $10 million. The restructured contract, $4 million annually. The buyout, $25.5 million. He's been there one year. <laughs> he better produce. Because now the athletic director is... Cl and look, it's, it, it's a tough gig, right? If they don't restructure it, somebody's going to go after him because he's done a nice job. So, oh, boy. It's the second highest buyout in basketball. I can tell you that Calipari's is guaranteed. So it's, it's a higher buyout than Oates at Alabama. At one year. One year at that school. Yikes. John, Hello. Yes, good afternoon, Steve. I uh, wanted to talk to you about the NFL real quick. I okay. was listening to your uh, analyst earlier, and I like, obviously, my do I'm a huge Dolphin fan. And I'm, I'm liking, actually, we picked up Jalen Ramsey. It's going to just 
up the ante with Fangio. I just I'm really excited about their defense coming next year. Mm-hmm. But you know, careful maybe say careful what I wish for. But I kind of hope your Jets do get Aaron Rodgers. I just think it ups the ante a little bit in that AFC. I think it would be, you know, just kind of fun to watch next year to see see where this all goes. I remember the Dolphins obviously having those epic battles back in the 80s with Marino and um, God, forget the quarterback you guys had. I know you had West. Wesley Walker, but I think my point is I hope it just kind of shapes out that that way that all the teams in the AFCs kind of just just kind of play well, and, and we'll see who shake it out and who who wins comes out and wins that 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 uh, that division. Well, it's you know it's, it's funny because I think you could make a case now the Bucks division would be one of the worst in football. Right, right. The AFC East, if the Jets get Rodgers. And New England, I mean, think about it. Who would they could be, be the, the salad dweller, you know? Yeah, they could be. As again, because their quarterback is okay, but he they don't have great wide receivers there. They could be, even with the great Belichick, the cellar dweller of the division. So it'll be interesting. I got you. Thank you, man. Thank yep. you for the call. Talk yep. to you later. Thank you, John. One fourteen, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WYUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The winter blues are almost behind us, and we can't wait to get out of the house and be more active. That sounds great, but your achy joints don't agree. Time to do something about that. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Stop with the steroids with a possible surgery chatter. There's a better way to get lasting relief. It's QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated and then placed directly in your achy joint. It can restore and repair that damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain. The patient satisfaction reports are incredible and no downtime. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. If they're telling you you need surgery, do yourself a favor and call QC Kinetics. Learn more about this wildly popular all-natural alternative way to get lasting pain relief with no surgery, no drugs. The call is free. The consultation is free. 352-400-4550. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Millions are choosing to protect their homes from outages with Generac Home Standby Generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac generator dealer, has a franchise opportunity in Gainesville, Ocala. Find out more at generatorfranchise.com. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you roll the Charmin, don't you stop on the party? This is most so roll it back, everybody. Charmin's irresistible soft and heavy nice. My grip is always soft. It's our party vibe. Special little things for what chicks feel like. Charmin Ultra Soft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Smooth skin begins with hydrating ingredients. Olay Hyaluronic Body Lotion nourishes your skin with all-day hydration for deeply moisturized results that give you confidence like buttery soft shoulders like and visibly smooth skin like. Quench your skin with nourishing moisture from Olay Hyaluronic Body Lotion. Try Olay Hyaluronic Body Wash too and get skin your face will envy. We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. 
Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. You know, I'm not knocking anybody that hires a Will Wade. Because look, what do we all like to see, right? Somebody makes a mistake in their life and they turn their life around, they learn from the mistake, and they're successful. That, that's the American story, isn't it? So, I mean, and on the one hand, that's good. But Florida, good, bad, wrong, right, ever since Charlie Pell, and they've, they've, they've hired coaches and demanded that they be clean. And for the most, most, most part, that's happened. Andrew says doing things the right way. I changed my mind on NIL. I think Will Wade's a cheater, but now we have a fair playing ground and more transparency on the stuff that was hidden before. Well, no, we don't. What do we know about NIL? What do we know about that? I mean, we know some people have deals, and we now we have people hired that are directors of NIL, but do we really know a lot of the ins and outs of that? We still don't. We still don't. And remember, there's different kinds of cheating. If somebody's tampering, okay, Seth's on my team, and I get a hold of him. Hey, Seth, I, I know you're at Florida now, but, you know, if you come here, I'll, well, that's tampering. That's cheating. You don't think it's being done? So it's being done, I, I promise you. Uh, Sam says, I'm for the basketball team playing the NIT. Good way to have a few more practices, et cetera. If they have to advance to play Oregon, beneficial as a whole. Hopefully, Coach Golden and the staff hit the portal hard, get some length and shooters to Florida. I'm going to say this again. I've said it 50 times here if I've said it once. It's not a matter of going down. It's a matter of how long you're down and how long it takes to get back on top. It's harder now. Where Florida is right now, is it impossible to get back on top? No. Look how long it took Tennessee in football. Remember, they wanted Philip Fulmer to run out of town. Look what happened. It was years before Tennessee was even close to being relevant. That's the struggle. That's the challenge for Florida now. And I'll just use basketball as an example. There's no guarantee that Chris Beard is going to be successful at Ole Miss. But his track record is certainly good. Did anybody think, is Dennis Gates going to be a one-year flash in the pan? They just gave him all that money? Or is he going to be consistent? At, at, and, and kids are going to love to play for him. You know why? Because he plays wide open. Shoot it, man. Shoot it. I mean, and kids like that. So that is going to be the issue here, I think. Uh, Nick says, the athletic department should subsidize tickets for the NIT. A bigger crowd's a better look. I'd attend the NIT game if it were free. Well, I mean, wouldn't we all? Um, 
But, well, Mark had a good suggestion, though. Okay? If you buy a ticket to the NIT and 10 minutes into the game, there's a bunch of tickets down, guess what? Go. I'm for that. And if somebody happens to come late, okay, bring the usher over and say, hey, these guys are in my seat. Can you get them out, please? Okay. What's wrong with that? Now, free? No. I mean, no. But I think that way, because it's a better look on television, number one. And number two, you may get to sit in the seat. You don't get to sit in that close to the floor. So so you're going to get rewarded for paying and going to support your team by maybe getting in a better seat. That, that kind of is a win-win for me. Porter says that he thinks that Florida does have a, a thing about uh, prohibiting firearms on campus. I'm sure they do too, but I have no idea what it is. And that's why I said I have no idea that I didn't know. Um, okay, let's get some calls here on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. This is the first time, and I guess maybe it's just, Sign of the times when on a Monday following Selection Sunday, this is the first time in 25 years we've had nothing. That's sad. That, that's sad. Now, maybe as it gets closer, maybe when it starts, you know, there'll be that. But it's just sad that right now, uh, just don't know. Um, go ahead. I've got one for you. Okay, we you talked about this two months ago, that the SEC in football now goes through Athens. For the longest time, it went through Tuscaloosa for a decade plus. First, it went through Gainesville, then it went through Tuscaloosa, then it went through Athens. Steve, does the SEC now officially go through Tuscaloosa as opposed to Lexington? I mean, we always talk about how Kentucky has the most talent year in and year out, but does the SEC now officially go through Tuscaloosa with basketball? I would say no. Not yet. Not yet. Um, and I think the other thing is this. Because of the portal, things can violently change. It isn't like it used to where you had to recruit high school or you got the occasional transfer. Depending on what people do, you can get good that fast, right, and challenge. But, I mean, you got to look, whatever – Alabama has done or not done correctly. Oates can recruit, and he's a good coach. I mean, there's no question. And I think if you're in Kentucky, you're scared to death of that scenario. Because, I mean, look, when Florida had it going, could you make the, to your point, could you make the case at that time it ran through Gainesville? Probably could. For that, for that condensed period of time, yeah. So, but I mean, Alabama's been very up and down in terms of this. But if he stays there, and I'm telling you, the other thing is the league, Mississippi State is, again, my poster team. Both their men's and women's teams are this year in the NCAA tournament. I wonder how many times that's happened in their school history. I would venture to say not often. Okay? So think about that. So for at least a year, Florida 
has to go over them because they've made the NCAA tournament. The women's basketball team has to go over them because they made the NCAA tournament. And it's the same thing with the women. If you don't think a coach makes a difference, Kim Mulkey, Baylor is not the same without her, and LSU has quickly ascended in this league. They're not South Carolina. They're clearly, and look at the difference Dawn Staley's made. Oh, my gosh. I, when I was doing women's games, South Carolina was bad. I, I don't mean they were, they were a non-factor in this league in women's basketball. Best team in the country. That fast. Why? One hire. One hire. And those hires don't come all the time. I mean, Pat Summit. who would have thought Pat Summit? when she was first hired, was going to get Tennessee to where... Now, Dawn Staley had a pedigree, you know, as a player, all that. But think of what she has done to transform that school. So a coach can, can make a big difference. And I don't know that in SEC men's basketball, there is that. Now, I don't think Oates is like that. But time will tell, Right. Is Gates, I mean, all the money they just gave him, is he going to do? It's harder. I think it's easier in women's basketball to do what South Carolina has done than it is in men's basketball to do it. There aren't as many good teams in women's basketball, and that's no slight. I'm not saying that at all. But I think that's just the way it is. All right, got a half an hour left. I'm going to try to talk to myself here. I do have a couple of emails I'll throw along here, but... Uh, 3928255, and the email is srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Eddie says, uh, Steve, uh, listen to the Gator Baseball this weekend. Uh, enjoyed you guys doing the broadcasts. Uh, how good is UNF? I've not actually started preparing. I'll do that this afternoon. Uh, that's Florida's next opponent. That's tomorrow. And then Alabama here. Um, so I don't know the answer to that yet. Uh, Don actually has a Major League Baseball question. He said, I know you're going to think this is a ridiculous question, but I'm just curious to hear from you. And you can ask Seth, too. Who would you pick for the World Series today? Don, it's not a ridiculous question. It's just one I've given zero thought to um boy i i don't really know i mean i'm being honest i don't know um i'm not speechless much but i just can't i like atlanta more than some people do because they've locked up their talent for a long time their front office has done a great job with that but in the american league I don't know. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
Drugs and alcohol have real effects on your ability to drive. In fact, last year, more than 800 people died in impaired driving crashes in Florida. DUIs are costly and you will lose your license. You may even face jail time. DUIs will stay on your record for 75 years. Driving while impaired has real consequences. Impairment is no illusion. Never drive impaired. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. The winter blues are almost behind us, and we can't wait to get out of the house and be more active. That sounds great, but your achy joints don't agree. Time to do something about that. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Stop with the steroids, with the possible surgery chatter. There's a better way to get lasting relief. It's QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated and then placed directly in your achy joint. It can restore and repair that damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain. The patient satisfaction reports are incredible and no downtime. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. If they're telling you you need surgery, do yourself a favor and call QC Kinetics. Learn more about this wildly popular all-natural alternative way to get lasting pain relief with no surgery, no drugs. The call is free. The consultation is free. 352-400-4550. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Scattered showers and a few embedded rumbles of thunder are going to remain possible through the early afternoon, but the severe threat has come to an end locally. We'll see mostly cloudy skies today, highs in the mid-70s tonight under mostly clear skies and northwesterly winds. Temperatures will fall into the upper 30s and low 40s. It will be a cold start here Tuesday from the UF Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the, 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 the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Woo-hoo! 49ers, uh, they earned seven extra draft picks. And when Paulie sent me the story, and I thought, how do you get seven extra draft picks? And they're compensatory draft picks because they lost coaches, minority coaches who got hired elsewhere. This is the new Rooney Rule. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Hugh says he had a great time at the TPC Saturday, but it wasn't the same with some big names 
DJ, etc., missing. But he says it's what it is, changing times. Yep, that's money. Money talks. And you know what? For everybody who blames Live for that, part of it's the PGA. They're, they're now making change because of what Liv did. Well, why didn't you make the change before? So you know, when you're not challenged and you are set in your ways, it's like the NFL, right? When the AFL came along, what happened? Oh, the NFL can make some change. Well, that same thing. Let's bring John to the show. Hi, John. Whoop, John left us. Okay. Uh, call back, John. We'll try to get you. Uh, in the meantime... Some emails here. Larry, uh, boy, it's long here. He basically wants to know, he said, how many, he's asking it, how many years do you think now fans are tolerant of a coach being able to win at a level that a majority of the fan base expects? Uh, Well, for some, it's instantaneous. Look what happened this past year. People have already questioned Billy Napier, already questioned Todd Golden. They've been here one year. But I think now the standard is three. Three. You, you better have an arrow pointing up by year three, or you may not get year four, or year four will be where you must do something to keep your job. I mean, it used to be coaches signed four or five-year contracts. That contract was honored. You got that level of time. Not necessarily the case anymore. That's just, that's the nature of the beast now. Not everywhere, but in some places. All right, let's get Tony here with us. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? Um, Steve, question. A pass ball by the catcher, does that not go in the books as an error? No. Okay. It's a pass ball. It's not an error. It's a pass ball. It's not an error. Correct. Like runners advance. Okay, it's weird because I thought it was an error. Nope. And I kept looking up on the scoreboard, going, "What is going on?" That they weren't putting it down. Makes sense, Steve. Ever since preseason practices, man, all our catchers have had issues with pass balls. Um, I don't know what they could do to practice that. I know you got Mike there now with the catchers, and he's working with them because I see him pregame. But uh, they've had an issue with that. All year, and it's every single one of them. What do you think is going on there, man? Uh, well, I mean, Ryapel, I think he would probably tell you, you know, he's not the greatest defensive catcher. Um, uh-huh. Lastris hasn't played a lot, and neither is Heyman. So, and I think the hardest thing to learn coming from high school to college are the nuances of just what you're talking about, you know, blocking balls, you know, that, that sort of thing, the mechanics of it. I think that's the hardest thing coming from high school to this level. Yeah, Steve, um, I was uh, happened to be, because I like to walk around during the, the uh, game because it's such a beautiful stadium, obviously. 
I happened to be standing right underneath the stairs there in left field when the whole thing happened at the bullpen on Friday. You remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember it. Um, I was right there, Steve. Basically, and this is like, take it from me, man. I was right there. The kids were hooping and hollering. You know, they were in the game against the number six team in the country. And then Vizenzo, the guy that Costello said that you pronounced so great, Vizenzo, <laughs> yeah. he, he hit the ground ball to Curling. Curling made an error. And all, and all of a sudden, they started screaming, we love you, Vizenzo. We love you, Vizenzo. And I don't know what the umpire thought he heard, but also he just turned around and gave him a warning for saying that. And when he gave him the warning, then one of the kids said WTF. You know, he right. said the words like WTF for that, you know? And when he heard the F word, that's when he just tossed somebody. Yep. And the funny part was, this was the hilarious part, Steve. The third base umpire comes running back there to the bullpen. And he goes, listen, one of you got to go. So they basically started to discuss amongst themselves who was going to get thrown out. And they picked the worst pitcher out of all of them. <laughs> That's interesting. The guy who was least likely to come into the ball game. They go, hey, Tommy, you're up, man. Get out of here. Take one for the team. I, I had I not seen. I've seen guys thrown out you know, from the dugout, obviously, for saying stuff. Um, yeah. I And I was trying to think of this even during the broadcast. Where you know did I could I ever remember somebody for the bullpen, you know, being kicked out, and I just couldn't. I, maybe it's happened before, <laughs> but very unusual. Very unusual. Never seen it. Never seen it before either, man. Listen, a tough break with Wyatt, but from the research that I did, it's usually a two-month recovery process for that. A lot of hockey players get that type of injury, but I think Wyatt's going to come back quicker, man. If if I know that kid, man, the way he. He just has that passion to play and that desire. He's going to come back real quick from this. Hopefully we'll get him back like midway through SEC season, Steve. The thing, um, the thing that was unusual, and Nick Belmonte and I were talking about this pregame yesterday, we both, because I said to him, have you ever seen that before? And he said, no. not with a swing. Like, in other words, <laughs> swing and miss, and then – Yikes. You know, a, a ball would bounce off the ground, you know, off the bat, you know, kind of thing and hits yeah. you, but not where the trajectory of the pitch was such that when you swung and missed it, it got you. Um, I've <laughs> never I've never seen that, ever. Such a fluky thing, man. No doubt. The good thing is that I was talking to a couple of scout buddies of mine, and they told me, obviously, this will have zero effect on his draft status, number one. But they also told me, number two, Steve, which I found kind of strange, that a lot of these kids nowadays, they don't wear a cup. Right. A lot of them don't wear cups no more. Yeah. I, and, uh, that's happened over the past few seasons. I don't yeah. know why, but, uh, yeah, I, I, that I don't know why. <laughs> that's all I can so say. You know I don't what, know man? why. After this, I hope Sully's passing them out there in the dugout now, man. <laughs> all right. All right, Steve. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate your call. Yeah, it's like I said, that's just that that was just a fluky, fluky injury. And uh everybody hoping that uh he'll make a uh, speedy recovery. All right, about twenty minutes left in the show, three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh Russell at WRUF dot com. Uh Paul says, Steve, you have great NFL guests that come on, but I still have an issue 
with uh, where Anthony Richardson might get picked. I see it's all over the board. In your estimation, where is he picked? You're going to see, what is today's date? The 13th, okay? Isn't the draft like in the middle of the month, next month? So you got about 30 days, give or take, right? You're going to see that fluctuate about 30 times. What trades are made in the interim, right? What, what system? You just don't know that. If you're going by with him, ready quarterbacks, I think most people think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are 1-2-2-1 one, two, two, one in terms of being most NFL ready. Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, I think, are very similar, right? I mean, Levis has that cannon arm, right? But think about him last year. That offensive line for Kentucky was terrible, terrible. And he didn't have great weapons on the outside last year like he had the previous year. But he's got every intangible. And without going about AR, you know his issues. So... I think he's going to be anywhere from one to four. If I had to guess, it'd be three. It'd be three. We'll see. Uh, let's go to Porter. Porter, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, uh, I had a thought about the uh, NFL draft. I mean, uh, just kind of uh, interesting take. I haven't heard anybody else. Uh, what if Chicago you know, trades down, gets all those extra picks? Because they're thinking about taking uh, Richardson if he's if he's there as a as the backup, they'll have two quarterbacks on their on the on the rookie contract, so it'll be cheaper than you know one, and they'll have a, a sort of the same mold. And if they're uh, you know run, if you're running a quarterback, it's a, a more likely of getting hurt. Uh, that'd be that'd be kind of an interesting take. I, I was think, thinking about that. I don't you know I have no I, no idea. It was just what something I was thinking about. Uh, what, what's, what's your take if, about if the Bears awesome. if the Bears did that? I would fire whoever's in the front office this five seconds after they made that decision. Here, here's why. You're okay. telling me you're going to do all they did to pick a guy they already have. Actually, no. I'm sort of in reverse. The, 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 the logic is moving down and getting all those extra picks that they want and if and uh, arguably still uh, could get uh, Richardson as – uh, a mold not to replace Justin Fields, but just with the logic that if you're going to have a quarterback running, it, 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 it makes sense to try and have somebody who's a backup of the same you know basic design skill set. And with both of them being on the rookie contract, they'd, they'd have less money in, in their quarterbacks than you know two thirds of the teams with one. I don't know, just just something I was kicking around. Uh, um, kicking around, fine. But again, I, I would tell you, I'd fire that guy. In five seconds, if that was their plan to do it. Hmm, okay, uh, just a thought. Um, uh, oh, how are we as far as nationally? I'm just kind of curious. As far as I know, going into last weekend, we led the lead, led the nation in, in home runs and uh, and so forth. Uh, have you heard an update on on the, the statistics nationwide? I'll take it off the air when you get a chance. Okay, Thanks. thank you, Porter. No, and I mean, what does it mean? At this point, I mean, it's, it's nice, right? Because I think, I think going into yesterday, slugging percentage, home, I think there were four categories they were at the top of the heap for, and that's great. 
But after tomorrow, it changes. You start playing in the league, and that's where it counts. Um, but certainly, you know, what Florida has done from a hitting perspective is crazy and really good. 145 time check brought to you by Hey Shirley. Final segment coming up ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Folks, I've been telling you for a long time now about my friends at Southeast Cardency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Why? Well, for me, it's been longevity and trust because I've owned a lot of vehicles from Southeast Car Agency, and every one of them has been terrific for me. Lasted me a long time and very little maintenance besides the routine maintenance we all have to do with our vehicles. Bottom line is I trust them, and you should too, because they've been in business for over 40 years, and since opening their doors, all they've offered you is the best and late model low mileage vehicles. Great selection, great variety, so you can choose the vehicle you want at the price you are willing to pay. Their sales staff's great, they never try to hard sell you, they work with you to make sure you get the vehicle that you're looking for. So go see them in person, go online, secars.com, either way, Check out Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy. And I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Severe weather is on the rise every year. Rather than relying on our aging power grid, millions are choosing to protect their homes with Generac Home Standby Generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac generator dealer, has a franchise opportunity available in Gainesville, Ocala. Join the industry-leading team with a proven franchise model generating three streams of revenue. Limited opportunities are available. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. That's GeneratorFranchise.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. With warmer spring temperatures, hang your clothes to dry outside instead of using the dryer. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? 
Before New Cascade Platinum Plus, I would pre-rinse all my dishes because my old detergent just wouldn't get them clean. But now, I do dishes differently. A no pre-wash, no rewash, money-back guaranteed kind of different. Because Cascade Platinum Plus has double the grease fighting power of Dawn built right in with twice the scrubbing power, giving me a clean that lets me break all the dish rules. I just scrape, load, and I'm done. Yep, so clean. With Cascade Platinum Plus, I dare to dish differently. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, got a final segment here to end our Monday sports scene. Greg will talk to us. Hi, Greg. Hey, Steve. Enjoying the show as always. Um, I just want to chime in real fast with a, uh, a comment about Florida basketball. There's an email I think you got said, you know, I'm kind of used to Florida not being in the tournament, so no biggie, and I'm going to enjoy watching them in the NIT. And, of course, I am going to enjoy watching them too, and I'll leave you with a question. But I, I began to think, I'm thinking, who is this person talking about? Because since we can all agree that Florida's success started in the 80s with Vernon in 1987. So since 1987, the Gators have made the NCAA tournament. I looked it up 23 times. That's my math right. That's about 65% of the time they make the tournament. Five SEC tournament championships and seven regular season SEC championships. So to the person that said I'm used to Florida not doing much in men's basketball, I don't know what program they're watching because they're not watching Florida men's basketball. But my question is, are you going to get anybody from the UCF basketball team for the NIT game? They're uh, hosting in excuse me at the O'Connell Center. And if you know when, when, when can we maybe hear, look for that and uh, anything about UCF before the game on Wednesday? And I'll listen up there and go Gators. Greg, thank you. Uh, Answers yes. Um, we're working on that to finalize it now. John, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, I watched the. Uh... Well, the last two rounds on the golf. Um, and I was thinking, man, this golf is, I don't see a difference. And then I heard one of your callers comment on it. And I started thinking, do you think that they overcompensated? They set up the course? I mean, the, 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 the Saturday scores were so much better than the next closest scores ever in the course history. Do you think that they did that on purpose, or was that just an accident? Because of what I did over the weekend with baseball, I literally watched maybe 10 minutes of that whole thing. So somebody who maybe watched it can answer that question, because I can't. Well, um, I want to say they doubled under par the next closest round. from ever in the history. So say the record was 50 under for the whole field. They were, they doubled that a hundred under and a guy shot the course record 62 beat. No one's ever shot a 62. And, and I mean, it was just incredible. Some of the things that were going on. And then of course, Sunday, you know, they made it harder, which it was a little bit. Um, well, it was a lot harder. They hit three hole in ones during the tournament, which has never been done before. Only one has ever been hit on a tournament, during a tournament. Just a lot of things are like, wow, what, you know, 
these guys are awesome. I don't see any decline. Um, and they kept talking about it. You know, they kept bringing up, you know, all oh, this is great golf, you know. I, I just, were they overcompensating? Is well, I mean, I, I'm a history guy, right? I'd have to go back and look to answer your question. I think the winning total was 16 under par, 17 under par, something like that. Okay. It was. So what was it last year? I don't, I don't. I mean, that, I that to me is the, is the easy thing to look up, right? So if sure, last year, let me just throw this out. If it was four under last year, well, that's okay. Maybe they did something to make the course easier. So you have to go back and look. Was it windy? You know, what, what was the, I mean, oh, there's a lot of different things that, and somebody can get hot. I mean, that, that's the other thing. So it's hard to answer your question without going back historically and looking at some of those scores. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. Uh, I agree with that. I have one other question. What did you think about the shift? Um, I don't remember the team, but in MLB, they shifted the outfield to essentially do the same thing that the infield used to do. Well, they're skirting the rules. And by the definition of the rule, you can do that. So I think more teams will do it. Yeah. And then next year, they'll change the rule? Maybe. I, again, what happens with that? That's you, you can make any rule you want, but what is the the end result of the rule? So if it if that move cuts down on, you know, balls in play or whatever you're gonna do, then you know, they may make a move to change it because again, they want they want I don't want to say the purity of the game, but if you're a pull hitter, they want you to be able to pull it. And not have to. Although the purest in me says go the other way, but that's not what they yeah. want. No, I. I um, but they're making a rule that was never in place. So I mean, the purest is. I mean, I get what you're saying. Uh, great show, Steve. Thank you, sir. Take okay. care. Thank you, John. Look at in college, you can still shift, and I've noticed this year much less shifting. Why is that? I think it's because some teams beat the shift. What, what did Florida do? When they moved with Halter, some of those other guys, the third baseman would move to where the shortstop is, little bunt down the third baseline, base hit. Well, guess what? They don't move the shortstop there anymore. Or they, they don't move the third baseman to shortstop anymore. They keep him near third base. And what they're telling you is if you're going to beat the shift, you're going to hit it in the shortstop hole as opposed to a bunt single down the third base line. So, you know, for every rule or every thing that's made, there's a counter to it. That's what's great about sports. Jim says it rained Friday night in Ponte Vedra. The greens were much softer and slower. That's the reason for the good scores Saturday. Course dried out Sunday, harder. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Jim. So that's part of it, certainly. And you know how fast some greens can be on the, at the pro level. Daniel says, Duke got hot. How far do you think the Blue Devils can go? Um, I wouldn't. I did get to Sweet 16. After that, I wouldn't throw money at the Blue Devils. But I think Sweet 16 is possible. But once again, who are you matched up with? All of that. that, that that's part of this. Uh, Gator Steve asked me a question. And Gator Steve, I hope you're listening. I'm going to defer the question till tomorrow 
because I want to make sure I get my answer for you right. I think I know it. And tomorrow, when I give you the answer, I will tell you either I was going to be right or I was going to be wrong. It's a gymnastics question. And I, it's kind of a technical one. And I want to make sure I get the answer right for you, Gator Steve. So I'm going to go to the source and uh, find out and give you an answer tomorrow. I, like I said, I think I know the answer, but I want to make sure I'm right. Uh, Tyler emails. Uh, he says, who was your sleeper team in the NCAA tournament? I haven't even looked at the bracket yet. Not with any kind of scrutiny. So I can't answer that yet, Tyler. Tomorrow, I'll have a better answer for you. Not today. And uh, I will say this. I think because the committee did a pretty nice job, in my opinion, of you know coming up with this, I thought what Mark did today, if you missed it, uh, on Hoop There It Is, about how teams are built. Teams that score generally, you know, if you're a good defensive team, that's great. But if you can't score two, that hinders you a little bit. So that's going to be interesting. One final email here. Frank says, uh, I, I think somebody asked this before, with Wyatt's injury, uh, could this hurt his draft status? Not a bit. The, well, the only way would be if there's a guy who, because he's playing, all of a sudden just tears it up. Could he go past him in that regard? Perhaps. Perhaps. But I don't know. I mean, he's still going to be a tremendously high draft pick. That's our show for today. Thanks to Seth for producing it. Thanks to you for listening. Tomorrow, we'll do it again. Again, just a reminder for the rest of the week, regular show tomorrow, regular show on Wednesday, 11 a.m. on Thursday, and then we'll have tournament action all day long. Friday, no show, because we'll have tournament action all day long then, too. So that is what's going to be going on with sports scene for the rest of the week. I'm Steve Russell. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WU251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.